0: So like, take off to the great white north, beauty, beauty. take off, it's a beauty way to go,
1: Jeez. take off you hosers.
0: Black leather glove no sequins, buckles on the jacket it's elite shit, nike crossbody got a piece in it, gotta dance but it's really on some street shit, imma show you how to get it, it go right for up. Left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide Basically I'm saying either way we about to slide hey, Can't let this one slide, hey, don't you want to dance with me?
2: No, I hey guys, welcome back to Hosers, this is episode 64 I'm your host Chris Killingsworth and joining me as always Cardi Lippel, what's going on buddy?
1: How's it going Chris?
2: It's going really well man, I hope you've been keeping well these last uh, few weeks uh, how about you, Thomas? What's going on with you, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm just glad to to talk to you guys again.
2: I know it's been a while. Obviously, um, I know we we had recorded an episode about a little over a week ago, um, and just the quality was just brutal. Like the content was, I mean, fifteen out of ten, I think would be fair. But
1: you know, so. what, what the, else uh, would you expect from us?
2: Well, that's that's my point exactly, right? So. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys missed out on thomas's sexy voice again um yeah that as you heard big, on big thing on previous episodes that's every, that's every podcast no it's the, you that's know the true.
0: sexy uh, this is thomas williams yeah the one no where, like this is uh, yeah where your um, fiance is
1: sleeping beside you while you're recording um, yeah, yeah facts yeah and dude. then <laughs> and then i don't know if i've been that drunk in a while no, you
2: hadn't been. As somebody who sees you inebriated quite often,
1: um, <laughs> you hadn't been.
2: But if we could just do like a quick what we talked about on the on the last episode, I can. you guys might forget, but I can just kind of do some quick hits here and, and you I guys can add forgets. some.
1: No, I remember so, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, okay? I called them the Falcons because I was so yeah, fucking drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did. That was pretty funny. Uh, we also talked about just like a quick life update which we're going to get into in a minute, but the life update from last episode, Carter's job situations changed a little bit. Carter, do you want to talk about that at all?
1: Yeah, I got I got laid off. Um, so I have been uh, tinkering up a storm here, building, cleaning, organizing, throwing away whatever the hell I can. Um, yeah. And that's about it. There it um, is. No, no, one's you know buying, what? no one's buying three-wheel motorcycles right now.
2: Here's what I can tell you for free. You've been doing such a great job at um, just living your best life during quarantine. So you don't have to worry about working from home anymore. Yeah, exactly. So that's positive. <laughs> I think that's positive. Uh, Thomas, you're still working, right?
0: Yeah, because uh, sports isn't happening. So I'm not doing that job. Um, but yeah, I'm still working at, uh, at Starbucks. You know, Love it. Uh, It's not the greatest, it's whatever, but uh, that's no, fine, whatever. I'm honestly so proud with work. it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's fine. It's just like the day, day in, day out of just whatever. Stores are opening back
2: up. It's the Starbucks Insider information. Whoa, um, there you go. Did you get that from Doug Ford?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was wow.
1: uh, wearing that like really tight black shirt.
0: like nipples are just like pointing through
1: i heard i heard that he actually ices his nipples before every meeting that's not true that can't be right (laughs) he's like you know have you
0: seen that andrew como you know like the governor of new york with the nipple ring the nipple ring that nipple ring he totally has a nipple it's like that doug forbes is just like
1: he wants to be him so bad
2: i just he i just, just I
1: his put a couple of bull bars through his nips yeah. i
2: just i really hope that you're not bordering on king shaming right now because if a man wants to have his nipples pierced like
1: dude i saw
0: this is actually a kind of funny story um just four minutes into the podcast with a childhood story but uh my you, your
2: parents made you get your nipples pierced
0: <laughs> no kind of kind of similar um, how so, is
1: How how is this going to be kind of similar? I'm so excited! Uh, so <laughs> I cannot my, wait for this segue. My,
0: my mom's brother, otherwise known as my uncle, um, <laughs> the uh, my mom's went to the,
1: the science checks out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went to the the Mandarin in uh, Oshawa uh, by the
2: airport. You know, nice. babe, babe, do you know where the Mandarin is in Oshawa? Is it a good one or no? No. Yeah, she it's says emotional. all of them are good. <laughs> she just said all of them are good. Mandarin um, like Robin's favorite place, so. Oh, that's great. Um,
0: but yeah, so was, we did had a family dinner there, and then I wanted to ride in his like he was like a '93 uh, purple Mustang. Oh It was '90 like, Mustangs, or was like really boxy. Yeah, the yeah uh, convertible yeah. is so bad.
2: I know the ones. No, those yeah. were
1: the ones when they started. Uh, they wanted to make like mustangs appealing to women so they made them like smaller more sleek
2: yeah yeah yeah. and he and was one
1: like of
0: those well no he like i think he got it for free somewhere because it was oh, wow. like
1: painted but, purple but i think it was like wall paint but that was like the worst thing ford has ever done is like <sighs> try and like it, it was it got such like an advertising backlash sorry continue uh, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> my kind of, uh, my audio cut out
2: there for a second. And all I heard was Carter come back in with, you know, that was just a really bad decision by <laughs> Ford. Not a great marketing choice for them.
1: It wasn't, it was su- such a, like a half-assed, like attempt to like appeal to all. What nipple reins? No, the, the Mustang for her.
2: Oh no, that's cool. Okay. I mean, listen, if Barbie can drive a Mustang. Yeah. yeah like. Go off Queen.
0: <laughs> and then they're gonna make like uh I don't know. Never mind. Um but yeah, so that's kind of part of the story. So I wanted to ride it in, and then he was like, Okay, let me just stop. Let me just uh make this quick pit stop. And then we pulled into I think oh man, I wish I remembered the name of the tattoo place. Um <laughs> I think it was like it wasn't affliction, that's the one in Downhill with the um
1: it was Adre- so
0: not, not adrenaline. Not adrenaline. Have- no, no, no. It was so sketchy, and it was like literally off the like, like in part of a strip mall, like a little like. It's probably one of those retail. like small
1: small town ones, like Sinner Inc. or something like oh, that. Yeah,
0: and like the logo was in like papyrus or something. <laughs> like it's so oh my like God. it was like a Microsoft Word font was a logo, and it's so bad. And then he made me sit there. And he was like <laughs> chatting up whatever, and he made me sit there and watch him get his nipples re-pierced.
1: Oh, oh my god! Ugh. He didn't make me; he
0: wasn't like forcing me. But he was just like, "Let me just quickly pit stop and just like, because he had them before." And he has like yeah, yeah. This is my um. Sorry, bro. I had to complete the look for the stang. But <laughs> 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 he has like he has like two tongue tongue piercings and like. uh Oh so that's oh, that's no. that's has, that's
1: why you don't call him your uncle, you call him your Looney <laughs> <loony> Tunes tattoos. <laughs> oh <laughs> my oh God.
0: that's
2: that's not weird, dude. Uncles have looney Tunes tattoos. I've got an uncle one uncle who's got a uh a Taz tattoo. But those is, are oh, sick. Yeah. Those are sick. Yeah. But it's like his
0: whole sleeve is like he has flames from the wrist because of yeah. course.
2: Oh, has, uh, I also is, have flames tattooed on my wrist.
0: Really into Linking Park? He has a pitbull bull tattoo. I'm, like, blowing up his mouth. <laughs> he has a pit bull tattooed on his wrist. Flames. That's fucking
2: sick. A pitbull pit 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 or,
0: pit or, pit or pit
2: Worldwide? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide? Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. It's a picture of him with sunglasses. Oh, my God.
0: There- <laughs> but then just the word. <laughs> But
1: yeah, it's, it's a, yeah he, he's lived a cool life i guess uh, obviously he's honestly cooler than yeah. us i wish i was that yeah. brave man yeah hundred percent yeah this guy's unreal he'd yeah. probably be
2: a great guest we should probably try and get him on i think so let's do a quick uh a quick life update from everybody um last episode uh was, was unlistenable. I mean, the audio quality has always been a little bit of a challenge for us. It's always something that we're trying to work on. Um, I know we've been doing the podcast for three years, so like eventually we'll get it. But, uh, we, um, we're recording tonight's call through zoom. Um, so we're going to see how that works because I know a lot of people have been, you know, pivoting a little bit to the zoom platform. So we'll see how that goes. But, um, we did talk a little bit about, um, kind of what we've been doing in the quarantine, how we've been staying, um, you know, happy and healthy and a lot of those things. So Carter, what have, what have you been doing since you've been, you know, off the clock, so to speak?
1: Um, off the clock, I have been, um, I built three bicycles. Yeah. Um, so a a road bike a fixie and currently building like a a mountain bike. Can we get back into that? Is it at pegs? No, dude, I can't. I grind yeah i'm not I, I i can't grind i'm not thomas's mom's brother <laughs> for tricks <laughs> um i've been working on the jeep quite a bit just yeah. uh tuning that sucker up dude you um, did
2: tell a really funny story about your jeep on the last episode that i feel like you should probably retell about the windshield
1: which what windshield sorry <laughs>
2: Remember you were having issues at the windshield and you had to get it replaced and the guy was like devastated that you had to get Oh it yeah
1: fuck sorry so last <laughs> episode guys i was so drunk I was like the drunkest I've been. It in may my- not
2: be, it may not be as fun because you're not hammered.
1: But like, I was like Fleming Knights in Ottawa drunk. Um, so yeah, so I I got like the windshield replaced on my Jeep. <laughs> you know the place because we found out that we actually went to the same place to get it done.
2: My windshield was replaced by that company. Um, you know th- those guys there, and uh, it's currently broken. Like it, the windshield's currently in my driveway in my car, broken. So I'm not. Surprise that you've had some issues
1: oh yeah so like I first day it rained there's like a huge puddle in my passenger seat and I like went back and I was like hey guys like just so you know like there's like a pretty big leak Um and it didn't happen it, like it wasn't happening before I got my wind- windshield replaced so just coming back to check all the boxes and they're like a couple of old Italian guys and the older one like the dad he was like what year your vehicle and I was like uh it's a 2001 jeep cherokee and he's like oh it's body for sure no way windshield happened not ever and (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay but like like i said like didn't happen before so i like just bringing it back here because this is like this is like the this is the point of difference here this is the only thing i changed and i think this is it can you check it out and he's like, it's 100% body. And then as he's like trying to argue with me that it's not the windshield, the son walks in and he sounds like he's from fucking Long Island. He's like, hey bro, yeah, I remember your Jeep. Bring it on in. I'll check it out for you. <laughs> and he like opens the big bay door and I w- drive in and I thought there's gonna be some like unique science to checking for leaks in a windshield. Yeah. Little did I know that the science for checking a leak in a windshield is to take a big muddy, oily hose <laughs> and drag it across the top of your clean vehicle and run hose water from God knows where in this fucking shop down the windshield oh across your whole Jeep. And so the water starts running down and this is all while pandemic's happening and I'm sitting in the vehicle and we're <laughs> supposed to be social distancing and the, the sun jumps in my vehicle, all fucking muddy and dirty and starts climbing all over me, kicking his <laughs> shoes all over the car. The vehicle's getting all muddy. And he gets out and he's like, yeah, totally. Windshield's got a leak. Let me me do some work for you. And so he like pulls some. And so as soon as he admits that, the dad like stares at me in the eyes and then walks to the back room and I don't see him again for the the entire like duration that I was there. So he like puts a bit more like caulking like on the inside uh, to try and like fix it. And then a couple of days later, the leaks work. So I call them, and I'm like, I have to like bring it back in. Like this is just not working. So I make an appointment, and I show up, and they replace it. And the dad was not there for my appointment. It was just the I sign. don't,
2: I don't want to um, stereotype at all, but I will say that um, I've recently done a uh, like a rewatch of The Sopranos, <laughs> uh, and I've just recently done a rewatch while well, I'm like probably three quarters of the way through now on Boardwalk Empire um there's a really good chance you're gonna get fucking whacked buddy i'm
1: I know. just they have all of my it's info. really high as soon as i'm driving by heart drive on dunlop my tires are gonna go
2: 100 percent. you'll be in the timmy's drive-through and just <laughs> sniper done <laughs> you're finished with tommy guns i don't think you can snipe with a tommy gun but listen it's neither here nor there <laughs> I, you're gonna get even, fucking whacked
1: didn't even know they make tommy guns still
2: i have again them. I don't want to stereotype, but I feel like these guys may have Tommy <laughs> Gunn still. It's, it it is what it is. So, switch but <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like Freezers. it. Yo, have you guys, have you guys like through quarantine been like rewatching any shows or anything like that or like enjoying any television right now?
1: Um, uh, oh, the, the Russian five I've shown to. Oh, that's such a good. So I've I've watched it then I watched uh, it again with Cooper and then I watched it again with Cooper my dad and Kennedy it's so good the Russian 5 is like I'm so blown away that I had no idea that any of that went on and I was like such yeah. a big Iserman fan and like I was such a well like being a Habs fan I was like obviously you loved watching like Patrick Wah play and then you didn't I had no idea that the Red Wings caused that big trade like it was insane
2: yeah. yeah, dude, it's it's actually so crazy. I remember um, I rented it one night, uh, like on Apple TV one night when Robin was working nights and it was so interesting, like so interesting. And I, I mean, we were old enough to remember those cup wins and, and, and how great that, that, you know, that team was, let alone the five of the guys. Um, but I know for me, um my dad went to one of the playoff games in oh man i think it was 97 97
0: 97,
2: like the year the year that they won right because they won that, yeah and um yeah it would have been 97 because they won the cup uh yeah nope i'm trying to remember here but yes they won 97
1: then back to back in 98
2: that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, they played Philly. That's who I was trying to think of. Anyways, um, so yeah, my dad got me a pennant, and I always thought it was weird because, like, my bedroom had so much Leaf stuff in it, and then I just had this single Stanley Cup final uh, pennant on my wall.
0: On a similar note, have you watched uh, Red Army, that other doc? No, not yet. It's really good. No, it's, it's on it's my It's kind of list. in the same vein, but it's, like it's not super involved in NHL. They kind of mention Russian five and stuff quickly, but it's more of like, uh, like Tretyak and yeah. like the seventies Soviet union and like, yeah. uh, like McGill breaking first. And they like interview like Batisov and, uh, all those guys and stuff. And, Oh, that's so cool. But yeah, it's a really good doc. That was like, probably, I didn't really had, have, have high expression expectations going into it. Yeah, um, but it's really good. I really liked it. So that's another one too. It's pretty crazy, like, eh?
2: even hey. if you think about, um, you know, like everything kind of surrounding that. And I mean, obviously, it's easy to think about the limousine accident that happened. You know, it was like a week after they had won the cup. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I remember when I was a kid, my dad was explaining to me like what happened to Konstantinov. Cause I yeah. didn't understand like why he wasn't playing. And I remember they were showing photos of him in the hospital and then later in a wheelchair. And it's crazy. Like I just remember feeling like so sad about what happened there and, and everything that kind of transpired after that. But
1: there's a
2: lot. Yeah.
1: No, I had no idea that like, I, I like almost cried the first time I watched it. Like it was crazy. Like when they, like stood up or when he stood up and they like, couldn't lose that game and like, Oh yeah. And then like afterwards, like Cooper was like looking through his stuff and he has a 98, like Detroit Red Wings cup champions t-shirt and Vladdy's name isn't on the, the roster list on the back. And I was like, Holy shit. This is like, like I had no idea any of this went on. Well, I think what
2: people forget about it too um, is like and I'm sure they talk about it in the Red Army thing that you're referencing, Thomas, but like this was so much bigger than hockey, right? Oh, so, so like sure, if you oh, yeah, think it's about all it.
0: Politics, yeah.
2: Well, right, because back then it was all of these people growing up and there's all this propaganda about how Russians are the enemy and they're they're like awful and all these different things. And then of course you've got this team who wins the cup in ninety seven, and it's like, oh, these people who I thought were the enemy are like probably the main reason and really the missing piece for them to win that Stanley cup. Right. And and not only that, but, um, I remember there was uh, a quote, I hope I don't misquote it, but, um, I know Fedorov said something about building bridges and not weapons. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the exact quote is, but, um, and that's just like, for me, it's like so powerful, right? Like even now, like, the Russian factor is still this like big stupid thing. And like, there's still this prejudice oh, yeah. that kind of goes on.
1: Well, yeah. for Like the thing is you can't, the reason why there's an impact like back then was because of like actual fear, like they, because they were the enemy. Um, and right. I think the impact now, so like the whole thing around the Russian five and why they did the documentary is because they changed the way that hockey is played like here in North America. Um, yeah. And like like there's that Steve Weiserman like bit where he's talking about how like in North America you're conditioned to push the puck forward and like in Russia mm-hmm. like you fought for the puck and you're going to do anything you can to not give it back so you basically like play keep away until like you just keep like filling the open like areas and so it's a lot more of a fluid play and i think the russian factor yeah. now is because these guys still are brought up and play like that and we still play north american hockey and like, you right. see it, like you see it when like you watch like minor hockey games or like games when you have like predominantly North American players, um, like in the smaller leagues and things like that, it's very much like a dump and chase or a push forward or like a fight through. And so I think they like hate like players that come from different like value sets because they have a completely different style of play that we're just not accustomed to and that we can't skate with.
0: And yeah, I think it's
1: yeah I
0: think it's also like it's not supposed to this isn't supposed to come across as like the NHL so dumb, like coaches are so dumb, I'm smarter than them or whatever because I'm not. But it's like I feel like the North American and the NHL in general is like still trying to catch up even to like those systems that were oh, for sure existing in the seventies and eighties. They're still trying to understand how to play as like a five man unit kind of thing. Like they it's are it's not like and they're and this is what, like 30, 40 years later, like it's, it's still, because,
1: it's because we, we like grandfather in our like coaches or our trainers or things. Like if you look at all of the, like, yeah, like the top, like coaching staff or training staff staff, it's all like old hockey players that grew up playing that North American push forward hockey
0: coaches that worked under older coaches that were yeah. older coaches. Like it's all, yeah, just, yeah, it's exactly. all just the same system. So like when and, something new and interesting, like, for instance, this that was existed in Russian hockey forever was behind the net power play. Yeah. Forever. Like, you using that setup, man, like, um, like Gresky sort of did during his time, but it's like it wasn't utilized properly when
1: people would try these umbrella systems power
0: play. No, the, in like,
1: North America, pleasantly... we don't. Yeah, we don't have the like the intuition or like the. We don't. We can't comprehend like passing the puck back as weird as that sounds like it it's like you have to drive to the net from your goal line like as soon as you north
0: south kind of thing
1: yeah yeah and they and i think that's the russian factor now is like they don't play north south they use the whole ice yeah
2: well and if you think about it too like i know i can't remember if they touched on it or not but obviously there's this like old adage about how european players are soft and they don't hit and it's all skill and blah 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 blah. yeah but like if you think about all of the different variables that played into that team um like i know for me i love it it's like such a great anecdote and it's something that i know carter and i talk to our players about all the time is that um steve Iserman was by all accounts this really really great offensive player and all of these different yeah uh and then at the time that russian five came over he needed to round out his game a little different because there were aspects of his game that he needed to improve on like the defensive side of the puck being a better two-way player um and he could rely on other skill guys to do that right so it was not a passing of the torch necessarily but a really important self-awareness piece of like yeah but if you think about you know from a physicality standpoint Um, And I know that the Red Wings were often criticized, um, well, a little bit. They weren't always, obviously, if you think of some of those bloodbaths with Colorado and things like that, but there was a period in time where they were a little bit more of a softer team. They weren't maybe hitting and things like that. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the hit, um, but in the 97 playoffs, um, there was this hit. Um, from uh, I think it was Constantine. Yeah, it was body in the middle of the ice, and he absolutely, he absolutely crushed Howard Chuck. Uh, and I can't remember. Um, I know I mean it's been a while since I've seen. him, you know, um, people were like losing their minds to see him just like lay out Howard oh, Chuck, and, right? And so it's he not didn't even it was a game uh, three.
1: Yeah, and he didn't even... I'm leave watching his, right now. He, uh, I think it
2: was in game three, yeah.
1: He didn't even leave his feet. Like, he Oh, was, my God. <laughs> he was a brick wall. Like, he didn't budge.
2: Dude, it's like, it's a pretty nasty hit. And then they scored like 30 seconds later. Yeah, yeah it, it
1: was Chelios. Chelios got, oh, he, just got did, he was just
2: unlegal. standing
0: right... It was right at the center line.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and then he... And then Howard Chuck retired after that season. Like, he yeah. didn't play game yeah. four, and then that was it. He was done
1: Oh, yeah, because he knocked him into fucking
2: 2020. Well, and the thing is, is, like, I love Howard Chuck. I'll always love Howard Chuck, just from, you know, coaching the Colts and a lot of things there. Um, And obviously, you never want to see a guy get nailed like that. But for me, it's just kind of representative of, like, these guys could be the most skilled guys in the league. And, you know, by all accounts, they were at that time. Um, But it wasn't just... One guy, right? Like you could still rely on Laryanov and and Kozlov to play their game, and uh, you know, obviously things, you know, then moved into that ninety seven ninety eight season where they won the Cup again after they beat the Capitals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just think of it in my, in my head, and there's the the visual of Fatisov and Laryon pushing Konstantinov's like wheelchair as they did their victory lap. Like in federal, that can yeah. bring me to tears. In, oh. like a, in like five seconds. Every single time it'll make me cry.
1: It was insane. I don't think I've been that emotional in a long time. I think the like- Yeah. I think yeah, it's that, pretty crazy. That is like up there with the like, I, I can't decide which is more emotional for me now. Like when Sakic passed the cup to Bork or when- um, Yeah, the
2: Bork one didn't have the same impact on me
1: personally.
2: It yeah, I don't know. I mean, I listen, I don't they're have two, a, an two, issue two, with the player or
1: anything like two that. Two different kind two different kinds of emotions.
2: For sure. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So you watched that. Um the Red Army one, we'll talk about it maybe on the next episode once Carter and I have had a chance to watch it, Thomas. But Good. what were some things Finally, that you liked I've about watched.
0: it? So yeah, just Red Army kind of goes all over the place and it focuses more on um the beginnings of Soviet hockey and uh, Anatoly Tarasov's kind of upbringing of how they trained and uh, like the weird, like he did ballet and like forces players to do ballet and gymnastics and like um, stuff that you're seeing more in the modern, kind of like what we were talking about, they catching up anyways with like training to like more uh, stuff about balance and like work with different like weights and, like, not so much just lifting weight and getting stronger, but lifting weights and, like, getting your core, like, moving around and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just interesting that from that point of view. And it's kind of – it touches on the NHL part, like, the NHL impact on Russia and Russia's impact on the NHL and, like, um, later. But it's a lot – it's driven more towards kind of the early in
2: the history of it. But, know, uh, it's good. Did they talk about McGillney a lot in it?
0: Like later on, like a lot of it was first about like the first Earlier beginnings teams. of the Soviet te- like when Fatiyev was young, like an eighteen-year-old crazy defenseman kind of. Yeah, um, like that, those kind of teams, because um, it's from his, a lot of from his point of view. From because Fatiyev is basically the main character. Character. Oh, so. that'd be oh, sweet. Cool.
2: I um, probably really like that.
0: Yeah, it's good. He's weird now. He's like Putin's like Putin's. Putin's uh like he was like Minister of Sport for a while. Oh wow in Russia. Yeah,
2: it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. That's um, wild. I know um yeah, I feel yeah, you're right. The timeline probably doesn't add up for McGilney, but uh McGilney was like one of my favorite players as a kid. Um and I know that McGilney, if I'm not mistaken, was the first player to defect, right? From the Soviet Union. Yeah, he was the
0: first. Oh wow Yeah,
2: so Lots of, lots of significance there. Um, And I also love that he was one of the only players, like I always said that if I ever, you know, made the NHL as a kid, LMAO. um, (laughs) But if I ever, you know, played hockey at a high enough level that I'd always wear number 89 uh, for Gilney. Also the year I was born. And I think he was selected with the 89th pick by Buffalo. So a lot of uh, 89 all over the place, you know? Wow. um okay so we're gonna do a game uh that we're all really excited <laughs> about doing um yeah it's a we're game
0: all that... really excited
2: no yeah, we are i'm excited to do it sorry my voice just cut out there like i was like in puberty again but oh. we are <laughs>
1: um
2: but what i what i wanted to just share was we're going to talk about um a, a couple of other things before we wrap up but there hasn't really been a lot of hockey news. So, this game is something that I know Thomas has worked up. He got a lot of love on Twitter um, when he kind of came up with the idea. So, we're going to finally do it, which will be exciting. And, uh, Thomas, explain, yeah. explain how it works.
0: Okay. So, I stole this, obviously. For hockey, creators, it's not all time, it's just current players. Because, all time, it'd be country once and their team once. So, if you use the Leafs for like, Matthews, that's the states. That's the United States and the Leafs. Done. You can't use those. Things. Yeah. Um, I like it. And we're doing it in a draft style because then it also creates more, because then we'll all just have the same teams. Like we'll all have dry sidle and make it really easy because Germany's not a team that's there. Um, but yeah, so we'll do it in a draft style to make it a little bit more challenging.
2: Um, and out of curiosity, did you have a set? Group of countries that you wanted to use, or are we like? No, kind of just any country.
0: Like you could think of, like, oh, pick Kopitar or Slovenia, right?
2: From Slovenia. Okay, like, cool. Random. Can I um, just so that I can imagine this in my head? Can we go left wing, center, right wing, left defense, right defense, goalie? But like in order? Like we have all have to draft our left wing now. Yeah, well, I thought that could be interesting. I feel like I feel like if you
0: because if you go all scrambled positions, then, like, there'll be more strategy, you No. Know?
2: Okay, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just... I'll, I'll, write so down everyone's,
0: I'll write down everyone's picks so that you're not <laughs> picking the same position.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, sounds good. Um, how do we want to determine the draft order? The order? I don't
0: know. You can go first.
2: Do you guys want to go by points percentage or 24-team playoff or... Uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> Getting so I'm like moving the microphone. Sorry.
2: That's okay. All, All right. I'm Why don't we go? Okay. Let's uh, let's do this. Why don't we go by youngest to oldest? So we'll go. You get first crack. <laughs> then Carter. Then me.
0: Okay. Um. So first, I'm picking McDavid.
2: Shocker.
1: Okay. That's easy. Uh, I guess, um.
2: not as good as Tavares but I understand
1: I'm going to pick Nathan McKinnon for my center
2: okay um oh my god you don't have to pick a Santa Um. I mean I guess I'm going to go with Sidney Crosby
0: (laughs) okay I'm I'm surprised no one picked Matthews can we do centers as wingers? Are we allowing that? Oh uh, no, yeah! Fuck no.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
2: Okay. No. Make it more challenging. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So we all what chose a Canadian wing? center. Okay. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. If they
2: centers. if they played the position, you're like, oh, okay. Like if you well, pick Claude Drew, yeah, yeah, he's a winger and a center. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like but a better on can't the can't be wing
2: like, You can't no, be no like
0: Canadian, and we are. The-
2: you're like, oh yeah, uh, Carlson plays uh, left wing on the power play. So yeah, Brent Burns um... <laughs> was a forward one. <laughs> hey, but that's true. All right, let's keep it going. So we all chose three Canadian centers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fair enough. I'm gonna pick Yossi. Okay. Uh,
1: Roman
2: Yossi of Switzerland. I
1: like am that. going. I'm gonna pick Ovechkin as my left wing. Okay. Ooh,
2: greasy. Um, I'm going to choose uh, Nikita Kucherov as my. Uh, I think he's a he's right winger. Yeah. right, Plays on his wrong side. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Thomas, uh, you get to go uh, next.
0: To a chair on ironing. Left wing. Is he left or right? I think he's, left.
2: he's left-wing, he's I left-wing, believe. Left-wing.
0: Yeah. The underrated finish, dude. probably the best
2: finish for the manager. Okay, I like it. Um, Your um audio sounds kind of fucked up. I don't know if you're... Oh, uh, my God.
0: I'm lying down. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. You got to let your diaphragm breathe a little bit, Hello. buddy. So. Hello. There. Now you say it
0: tubo Because
2: you're like, <laughs> you're like, I'll pick tubo teravine. Uh, so I do think he's a left-wing. To Ryan, to Ryan, to Ryan and from Finland. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> there, there you go. You sound better.
0: Professional podcaster.
2: Obviously. It's paying the bills right now during the pandemic, buddy. You got to be on your game. Carter.
1: Uh, I'm going to pick Carlson as a right D. Hey, okay. wait, wait, Swedish
0: or
2: American, Carlson? Swedish. Oh. Uh, I mean, I would have taken John Carlson over uh,
1: that <laughs> Carlson. Honestly,
2: but that's neither here nor there. I'm
1: just saying, guys. You, know, Fuck, my, you know, my, I've my, already
2: got. Go my ahead, other, buddy. my
1: other defense pick will make sense with him. I hope.
2: Okay, I like oh, it. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Um, you know, it's funny. It's actually kind of tricky because my next person that I was gonna pick was uh, Artemi Panarin as a left wing, but I already picked Kucherov as a Russian right wing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, so that sucks. Um, and I've already picked a Canadian.
0: Oh, fuck. I should have picked Canadian.
2: Fuck. Um, let's go with. I haven't picked a left wing yet, have I? No. Uh, I'm going to pick Dry because he plays on the left wing sometimes.
0: You're from, from Germany. Germany. Front... Dry Sidle, Crosby, Kucherov.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Do I win?
0: That's good. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. I like it. You got Sidney Crosby just you know protecting the puck, got his big ass out. (laughs) Drysital just you know one of the best passers in the league, and then Akutrov can uh, shoot once in a while. Yeah.
0: Just a little bit.
2: Just a little bit. Okay, cool. Go ahead, buddy. Your turn. Oh fuck!
0: I'm trying to. Oh, this is so hard now. Uh, Mm. I'm gonna pick Connor Helliebuck. Helliebuck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I like that.
0: You know that good old American boy.
1: Okay. I'm gonna pick uh, Line A as my right wing. Ooh, uh,
2: he plays. He's a left wing, I think, though. He no, plays he's... on his like funny side, doesn't he? Like, um, like Gavetchkin.
1: No, he's a right wing.
2: Is he? Oh, my bad. Oh, you know what? I think it's because he is on the left wing in the power play, and that's the only time I ever he's watch left. him.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good one. I like that. Um, who did you pick, Thomas?
0: Connor Hallibook. Oh, you.
2: You back. Um, I'm going to go with, on the left side, let's go with Victor, Victor yeah, Edmund.
0: I knew you were going to pick that.
2: <laughs> you knew I was like just lining up yeah. for it.
0: Okay. Oh, man. I know probably people are screaming at, like, some obvious pick, but I'm... <laughs> man.
2: I think mine's pretty good, man. I think my team is elite, just saying. I'm just trying to think about it. Oh, so no, dude, you, done... you
0: picked, you picked Hedman, Kucherov and Hedman on the same
2: team. Oh, two players. fuck. I can... I completely forgot about that. Fuck me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck. That's not going to work. Okay. So, yeah, I can't use Hedman. Well, that's okay. One of you guys got Hedman. Um, Neither neither of us can pick Hedman. So, he's lost. What do you mean? Because
0: Carter already has a Swedish player, and then I already have a left side.
2: Oh, right. Right, right, right. And I can't pick another fucking Canadian. Brutal. Um. okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, I don't have an American, do I? I don't believe so. No. So let's go with Quint Muse. Ooh, saucy. Ooh. Yeah. He's pretty good. I like him. Now I know what I want to do for a goalie, but now I got to think about a right D, man. Yeah,
0: I'm lost. Fuck. I mean, right D. I have, like, Canadian, Finnish, Swiss, American. That's, like, Russian and Swedish. I like um, it. Let see here. Oh, my God.
2: Yes. What will you do, man?
0: I don't know. This is tough. Okay. Um let's do.
2: It gets kind of like tricky towards the yeah, end. Yeah, man.
0: Like I can't pick a lot of players. <laughs>
2: Okay, well Uh, do you wanna maybe pass it up to Carter so that Carter can go if he knows who he wants? Wait, one second.
0: Yo, there's actually Oh no, okay, I got um John Klingberg.
2: Oh yeah, that's good.
1: Okay. He's Finnish. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Krug as my lefty.
2: Oh, fuck. Okay. I did say that he was USA. finished. That's tough. No, you're right, Carter. Thanks, guys. Wait, how-
0: oh,
1: dude.
2: That's a great oh, yeah. choice, dude. Who's you?
1: Who do you got as your, def- Hardy, your Hardy. defense partners? Carlson and Krug. Carlson and Krug, that's good.
2: I mean, they won't be able to defend worth shit, but... <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> you better have, like, the fucking best goalie in the league at that point, my
1: guy. No, I don't have it.
0: You have... What countries? you pretty much just taken up all the, like, the main... I know. ...countries, so you need, like... <laughs> like, Jarl Halak. <laughs> no, I can't use Halak, because Boston. Oh, Boston, yeah.
1: Fuck. I know. You're screwed. I think I have something lined up. All right. Of, what are you going to do, Elvis Merzlik? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. that, would be,
2: that actually is a great. that. Call. That's okay. who
1: I, that's what I have down. <laughs> okay, well, I Chris, who are you taking? Yeah.
2: Just take your loss. Man, it's tricky because I still have to pick a goalie, too. Um, and you, I want. You could
0: steal Elvis.
2: No, I'm not going to do that. I already <laughs> know who I want as a goalie. Um, so I think. For defensemen, and you guys chose right-handed defensemen, right? Just to keep it consistent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with Rasmus Ristelainen. Dude, that's so bad. No, I mean, he's Finnish. He's right-handed. Is Essa Lindell? He's, he's left-handed. left-handed. He's a left-handed. Dude, you could have picked, gonna... uh,
0: for the ultimate rookie, you could have put Philip Paronik.
2: Oh, fuck no. Dude, I like the Red Wings. I know I've been waxing poetically about them <laughs> for the last hour, but I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Ristolainen Ristol- because, honestly, here's you. the thing with Ristolainen. And I th- I hope that we all get a chance to sell our team to the fans and they will decide to have the best team. But I'll tell you this. Ristolainen, sheltered, just power play specialist on my team. um. <laughs> I, yes, I guess, he has some pretty awful underlining numbers, but I think if you've got a team that has, you know, somebody who can play in his uh, defense, as defense has and uh, who is the left-handed D-man that I picked?
0: Quinn Hughes. Uh, you can defend. Yeah, it's,
2: it's going to be a bit of a problem. <laughs> We're going to have some challenges.
0: <laughs> Just a little
2: bit. Okay, so that's my team. So I still have to pick a goalie.
1: I still have to pick a right. But nah, I, do, I, I, I got the king, right? I got um, Merzli. You got Yeah, we'll just yeah. put that
0: in anyways. Cool. Um, so my team's done then. I need uh, a right. Is you already said that you were in. Yeah, yeah. And I need a right winger that's not finished Canadian swiss swedish or american wait um, i didn't pick a swede did i no you didn't
2: okay i gonna. can i change from risto yeah i'm gonna pick a different
0: who, who are you picking right hand
2: um fuck <laughs>
0: this... yo i I know I went down the list of like Swedish defense. i so, like, okay, Klinger is honestly the next yeah. best one after, after Carlson.
2: Yeah. Because there's you know a like. You know what? No, I am going to change my answer. I'm going to change it to J- Jonas Brodeen. He's lefty. Fuck. He is. You're right. Fuck. I could do. Nope, mm-hmm. um, can yeah, you lend home cuz he's left handed
0: you american
2: um you know what i'm just going to keep it the way it is no. i'm not a uh, okay. i'm not a i'm not a coward
1: i was going to say this is I, a draft this is a draft buddy i
2: know i'm going to take <laughs> so much fucking heat for wrist aligning when i could have picked a swede
1: but what am i going like, to do think.
2: Adam Boquist. Boquist is left he's, he's righty, he's righty. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I could do, like, but he's Strollman, like, or I could You could, could do, pick, like, like,
0: Henry Yoko... Oh, wait, no, he's finished. Um, you could pick Yoko
2: Haru. I could pick Adam Larson. Oh, my God. No, I wouldn't want Yoki Haru. I think... Well, like, oh,
0: Rasmus Anderson.
2: Yeah, I could do Rasmus Anderson, but I'd take Risto Line over Anderson, I think. Yeah, I know. I know I'm going to catch you for that. You know what? I'm just going to keep my shit all the same. All
0: over Calgary listeners.
2: Well, I, then dude, I'd love, us. dude, I love Rasmus Anderson. I sold him his first iPad when he came to Canada. Him <laughs> and I are good. Um, but like I said, I, I got to go with Risto here. Um, go ahead, guys.
0: Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I'm stuck. It's the last part. It's the last part because you pick like... <laughs> like I have all just like the... I have a Swiss. I don't have a Russian. I guess I could pick Tarasenko. I'm done though,
2: right? Like, yeah. Uh, Dude, I would okay. go with Tarasenko for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, the car is done. Who's your goalie? Me? No, Chris.
2: Oh, Oh, dude. So, okay. So, I was gonna go with um, Freddie Anderson as my goalie, Denmark. Um, Okay. But I was only gonna do that if I had used a Swede, and then I was thinking I could use King Hank. Um,
0: but like I want.
2: Right. So instead, I'm gonna go with Robin Lehner.
1: Okay. Okay. Safe bet.
2: Because we both got neck tattoos.
1: <laughs>
2: and Robin's, Robin, Robin's like, you uh, don't have neck tattoos.
1: You're going to show up to our next time we can see each other live with a big Long Island tattoo on your neck? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. he's got a sick neck tattoo on his back. Like those horns. Oh, yeah. Neck tattoo on no, like, you mean. He comes up and, and,
2: he's a, and he's a handsome fella, too, on top of all of that. So... Robin Lehner I mean, hasn't is my said goalie. the best things. But it's okay. okay, yeah, he, like he's a so mega guy, all. but whatever. That's just his opinion.
0: Whatever. Okay. I'm so reca- I'm recap, recap, <laughs> recap of the. <laughs> oh my god, recap of the team. So I have Juho Tarvainen, McDavid, and Tarasenko, Roman Yossi, Klingberg, and Connor heliobuck and that. Carter, you have Ovechkin, McKinnon, line A. Yeah, it's a very offensive. No defense. Krug Carlson, no defense. And Elvis Mursley.
1: Yeah, You're really trying to sell your team here, Thomas.
0: No, Tuba Ter- Taravainen. McDavid doesn't have any defense. And then Yossi. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then you have, Chris, you have Dreisaitl, Crosby, Kucherov, Quinn Hughes,
2: Linen, and Robin Leonard. There's no way my team doesn't win, guys. I'm sorry, but, like, <laughs> you I can't.
1: I'd, yeah, love, to, it's, I'd it's, love to see Crosby and Kucherov play together. That's what I'm
2: seeing. Like, how are you going to, under any circumstance, not have Crosby feeding it to Kucherov, which is insane? And then on the back end, you've got just such amazing power play talent. Um, not with and really. He'll figure it out. Um, and then Quinn Hughes... Kind of quarterbacking your power play, and you got Laner. He's been red hot for like three years yeah. now.
0: I can't believe there's no Leafs taken.
1: I, I thought it we want to get past easy. the second round. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy that none of us pick mm-hmm. Leafs. I think that that would be like too kind of on the nose. There's no real like even Atlantic
0: teams. Like you're just Kucherov, Krug. That was it. <laughs> we no Atlantic players. All right. I'm
2: really happy with my selection, but you guys would agree that my team's the best, though, yeah? Oh,
0: my team. Dude, you have Ristolainen on.
2: Yeah, Ristolainen is going to be money for this team, buddy. I'm telling I'm gonna you. I'm going to post this on, team tomorrow. Who's on your team again? Read it to me. So, Tuva Teravinen, McDavid, and Tarasenko.
0: Roman Yossi okay. Klingberg. So, Norris winner, potential Norris winner a couple years ago. And then Connor Hellebuck, who was playing his way into a Vesna until, like, a month, like, three months ago.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. I like Carter's team from, like, an offensive standpoint, but there's just oh, yeah. no defense. There's no defense.
0: And then, and then you have, we, we know this, then you we have know a guy this. that's
1: played, like, 30 NHL games in that. Oh, my God. We're, you know this is going to be, like, all-star game style hockey. <laughs> are we Are we <laughs> systems now?
2: I love that Carter's just like, okay, so my complete fantasy team that I just made up, like you know we're absolutely aiming to get uh, into the later part of the broadcast of the all- star game. and oh, my team sure. would absolutely win the skills competition
1: and uh, for sure, for sure we're just we're oh just that God. we're that to the net hockey that I hate so much. Hey,
2: I just pulled up a photo of um, our boy um, Robin Laner. Um, and he looks like he's at a carnival with his wife. And his wife is blowing darts.
1: Nice. Oh. That, ma- no that matches. Yeah, Chris. That matches his neck tattoo. Never mind.
2: This is maybe like, these are my people.
0: Maybe Robin <laughs> Lehner's my mom's brother. <laughs> and
2: you know what's crazy? <laughs> Robin Laner and I have similar hair right now. Because I don't have, like, I haven't had a haircut in a while. My hair is way longer than it normally yeah, is the, the lettuce is so, sick thanks buddy robin asked me today if she could cut it and i said yeah in a bowl like a bowl cut style for sure let's do it
1: tell her she better but, cut cut your wedding ring off if she's gonna cut that lettuce off
2: well dude i shaved my beard uh and robin i came out of the bathroom and she was like ew <laughs> so yeah my hair is
0: so long it's, it's stupid it's like going like down that. my neck, like oh down my. on my
1: shoulders. Right you got that there. Hey Arnold look to you with the hair flying out the sides.
0: Yeah. Basically, I only wear a toque and then my hair tucked behind my ears to let it just all <laughs> flow at the back. That's basically oh, so all that I wear right
1: now. So, uh, Thomas, did we have anything in the mailbag today?
0: Uh, no, we did not.
1: Wow. Uh, totally off sides. Totally off really like, slacking. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like two hours ago,
0: but yeah, it's fine.
2: (laughs) It's fine. No one loves us. Um, Well, maybe what you should do, Thomas, is you should put the teams on Twitter and have people vote. Because like I said, there's no way my team isn't um, the supreme winner. Um, I just want to get that out in the open.
1: Totally offside only has one vote though, guys. (laughs) He's not going (laughs) to I'm going to log into all
2: my other accounts. (laughs) He's sick of seeing your foreskin buddy so oh my know.
1: god i'm doing a dick hiatus just for totally offside <laughs> I'm gonna... ew what's a dick hiatus i'm not showing my dick anymore in <laughs> in honor of totally offside
2: dude isn't it a, a dick hiatus just being celibate
1: <laughs> it means a different thing right now
2: yeah i know but you could just be like oh yeah you know like Things with me and the old lady are, you know, not great, like I'm on a dick hiatus right now.
1: Oh well, if 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 it's as simple as that, I'm on a huge dick hiatus, then.
2: Oh, I mean, even like <laughs> if if your wife or girlfriend is currently like not, you know, sleeping with you or whatever, she might be telling her girlfriends in, in the group chat, like, yeah, you know, like me and Carter, like, you know, I'm just on a dick hiatus right now. <laughs> oh my god okay listen i didn't want to segue like this um with dick hiatus jokes but before we wrap up we have to talk about the brendan leipzig stuff um i just think it's really important that we talk about it and we get our kind of feelings out in the open on it and um i think you know people who listen to this podcast expect us to be on and um, you know give our opinions like yes we have fun yes we joke around like yes you know we we've always tried to be a a bit silly and and tongue-in-cheek as a podcast but when there's serious stuff happening we got to talk about it you guys agree yeah yeah all right well yeah I I wanted to kick it off if that's okay and just say that um for you know a guy like Brendan Leipzig, who has not been anything special in the NHL these last several years, a guy who's you know five ten has the receding hairline that he does um, I just don't think he had any place uh, making comments about how people look
1: no yeah if you if you if you can't climb your way into the top nine then you then you can keep your mouth shut.
2: I just think it's like really awkward like we had joked about it in our own group chat today about how we were going to do a bit and you guys were going to interview me and I was going to be Brennan like, I was going to talk like this and just be like, you know what, guys, like since, <laughs> uh, you know, since I got waived by the, uh, Washington capitals, you know, things have definitely been really tough for me
0: and my family
2: right now. Um, I'm back in Winnipeg and, uh, you know, my brother also got cut off his hockey team because we were acting like a bunch of fucking douchebags, right? So, uh, you know, I've been, uh, been thinking about going skiing. As you guys know, uh, I love the powder. Uh, it's just uh, something that was kind of glossed over is that I'm a, you know, a guy who loves Coke and, uh, you know, here we are. So, that's that. Oh, my God. So, tell me,
1: Brendan, <laughs> um, what do you think about... Uh, I, I think the craziest yeah. <laughs> part about it all, like...
2: Yo, for real, though, this is like an eye for an eye thing. Like, if he's going to go after some guy's, um, like, pregnant girlfriend or who she'd just given birth and, like, we're attacking things like, wait, I'm going to fucking mock this guy till the day I die.
1: Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah.
2: Clown.
1: But th- that's, the th- like, I I think it's completely ridiculous that they're talking about that shit. And, like with all of, like, with the whole climate of things and, like, uh, like, Thomas, to your point about, like, this being, like, one of the biggest years for, like, inclusivity in hockey, like, that we've had to date, like, it just put such, like, a stain on, like, that momentum forward, um, but, it, like, in the other, like, for Brett Hall to come out and say something like that as well, that was, like, I don't know how, like, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what to well, like. Just, like ex- oh yeah.
0: Like I, so I, I might have a different opinion and like point of view than you guys. Cause I've never really played a lot and I've been, I've like experienced similar like environments of like just work in general or like friend groups in the past or anything where it's kind of, you have that locker room talk like yeah, out of a lot. Like
1: room it, room. it goes on, but not I to the
0: experience is not like, it's not like and yeah, again, like it's not like re- a repeatable thing for me, but it's like I just feel like that is so like just disgusting. It's just like it's just it's weird, like you like you were just saying also, it's not to that extent at all.
1: Yeah, like, like it's it, it goes on like but it doesn't like it doesn't go out of out of control. Like it like looking back on like when I played or even like with the knights, like yeah, you go out as a team and like your team will see like you were hanging out with a girl all night at the bar. And then they'll be like, Hey, like, did, like, did you get lucky last night? And then that's like the end of the conversation. And mm-hmm. like, it's, it doesn't really, and like, everyone was there. Everyone saw what you were doing. Like, it's not like behind closed doors. You're like, yeah. yo, I did X, Y, Z. This chick was X, Y, Z and like shit like that. Like it's yeah. like, I don't, I like, I don't like that Brett Hall fell on the sword for something like that because that was like, that was way to the extreme and I don't think like a Hall of Famer should be like standing up for that type of behavior. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like,
1: yes, they had fun. Yes, they partied. Yes, those guys back in the 90s and 80s and even early 2000s and even now are doing shit that like is way above anything that any of us can even comprehend. But like, right. but if you're doing it and you keep it to yourself, that's a completely different story than doing it and then like bragging to a group chat about it, then dragging other people through the, through the group chat, then standing up for that type of behavior. I don't think that's something that's yeah, like, behind.
2: Obviously it's like a sensitive subject for a lot of people, right? Like there's this, there's this group of people that are like, well, yeah, but you wouldn't want your group chat being leaked out to the media either. Like this was meant to be private, whatever, whatever. And fair enough, I understand that perspective from a privacy perspective, and I know there's lots of rumors about what happened, whether it got leaked by somebody in the chat or um, somebody else got access to his accounts or whatever that looks like. The fact of the matter is, is that um, if if these things go private, like you've got to own it, right? You've got to yeah. you've got to own it, and the thing that I think just made it worse. Was that this like bullshit apology that wasn't even fucking screenshot properly by his agent or his his dad or you know whoever put out this kind of press release statement? Um, and the wording of the statement um, was 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 really bizarre and it was so obvious that he didn't write it. And I think that's what made people really frustrated and really angry on top of everything that was said. And that's not to say that the bullying was like, okay, or, or any of that, because it was, it was bullshit. It wasn't, you don't go after people like that. Um, that's a big problem, obviously. But I, w- I will say too, and and I, I hope this comes out the right way is that, like, it's not like those kind of conversations, I wouldn't say they are specific to men do- Doing it or or women doing it. For example, talk, you know, who they slept with, or if you guys are out and they're having a conversation about that. Don't think um, as recently as, you know, Carter and I doing coaching and things like that, you know, we're all human. We're all going to talk about things that are a little bit, um, you know, not necessarily things that you talk, you know, to your parents about at the supper table, like, we're all going to have those conversations. And I don't necessarily think that it's, uh, it's just men doing it. And when I was seeing things that were like, you know, men are trash, men are this, men are that women are having similar conversations, men are having similar conversations. And at the end of the day, regardless of gender, regardless of any of that stuff, For me, it's just about us just being better people and not having those conversations get to that point. Like, if you're going to go after the way that someone's legs look or the way that a woman looks after she gave birth to a child and and be so condescending and shitty with your buddies, yeah, you kind of deserve to have that come out as far as I'm concerned. Oh, for sure. And I hope it's a lesson learned that, like... You're not the fucking hottest person in the world. Like I said earlier, like this guy isn't fucking Leo DiCaprio out here, right? <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm just going to go. Know why, you know, he thought
1: that. Yeah. And like, I'm just going to like, like I've never been in a situation where like, like say you had a buddy, like I know for me, like from experience growing up and like, you have a buddy on the team who like has a girlfriend and like, he went out and cheated on that girlfriend. He was like, we used to, do hockey shit to him and like make him like pay for the bullshit that he did. Or if he like, if he crossed the line, we would make sure that he paid for crossing the line. Like, oh,
2: absolutely. And, well, and that's the and thing. And the people too that, that don't
1: talk about it are the ones that are like, like being cowards about the bullshit that they're doing. You know what I mean?
2: I just think from an accountability standpoint, like, um, I'm glad that he got waived.
1: I'm glad 100%.
2: that his, his brother got kicked off the team in uh, University of Manitoba. Like, I think that was the right decision. It sets precedent for that type of shit, especially around things like, you know, inclusivity and, you know, hockey is for everyone and stuff like that. That behavior doesn't belong anywhere near the sport that we love, straight up. Um, and to be honest, I was disappointed that nothing really happened with Jack Rodewald, um, who plays for Springfield in Florida's system. I hadn't seen, I don't know, Thomas, if you happened to see it or not. Like, were there any repercussions for him at all or no?
0: Uh, I saw that the Panthers put out, like, oh, we're going to see to that, like, it gets dealt with. But I don't know. I'm going to check the PR right now. Um, But I didn't see anything specific um,
1: about... like, like From, from an accountability Panthers. standpoint, the waiving needed to be done, like
2: hundred percent
1: the amount of times i've seen people get cut from teams like in a minor system um or like a semi-professional system for like far less like they there's no way that they could have been staying on the team and like proceeded appropriately
2: sure and and you know what it it is about accountability it's about learning you know a life lesson about what you can and can't do and what you, you know ways that you can act and ways that you can't act like yeah. I don't necessarily want to get too into it, but, you know, Carter and I lost, you know, one of our best players this, this year, um, because of a, a word that he used on the ice and a chirp to somebody. And that was the end of it.
1: We couldn't you fight know, for it.
2: Him. You can't, you can't fight for somebody that, that wants to use that kind of language and doesn't think that, uh, you know, there's going to be any repercussions for it. I love the guy, but you used poor language, you used poor judgment. And I hope you learned your lesson. And unfortunately that meant not playing your final year of hockey at school, which is for some yeah. of these kids devastating. It's the highest level that they'll play at for the rest of their life. And you kind of threw it all away using language that was unbecoming of you. Right. So for me, it's about accountability at the at the very forefront of things. And it's just a shame that, um, you know, there's still people kind of fighting the good, you know, the good fight in terms of like, you know, boys will be boys. This is the way that boys will talk. Like, I don't talk like that.
0: Yeah. You guys exactly. don't talk
2: like that. So no, it's not. It's really not.
0: Yeah. I think that's that's good. I think we covered everything.
2: Thomas, <laughs> did you wanna like make fun of his appearance at all?
0: Uh, the fact that he looks like a rat that I was stepped on while like trying to get some pizza and had the grease up coral
1: how do you really feel um,
2: great waltz agree too okay so um we're gonna wrap up thank you guys for listening uh this is the first episode we put out in a while so hope you guys are doing well if the sound quality isn't ideal uh like i said we're messing around with some some new things we're using zoom but that's uh, like everybody hoses. else yeah, uh, of course. It's, we're it's always experimenting. It's our we We're learning. We're never getting too comfortable, right? We're, you <laughs> know, in a lot of ways, we're the Canadian three. Think about it. You think about it. Think
1: about
2: it <laughs> oh right? We're, we're
1: changing the way the game's played.
2: Yeah. 100%. We're changing the podcast game every moment. But uh, <laughs> listen, we have a really, really exciting announcement about next episode. Uh, and because of the gravity of next episode, you'll be sure to hear it sometime next week and not a month from now. So Thomas, tell us a little bit about that.
0: So, uh, so next week we're going to have a pod early on next week. Um, and will have, uh, Flyers organization player, uh, Curtis Gabriel on the
2: podcast. Curtis uh, Gabriel, Newmarket Ontario boy.
0: Famous Newmarket, Owen Sound Attack legend. um, Yeah, so he's agreed to come on the podcast, especially kind of just with everything going on. We were chatting back and forth about it. Um, And yeah, and he's had experiences going on pods before, but nothing like Posers, obviously. Um, And yeah, it's going to be a good time, I think. He'll kind of share his thoughts because he's very outspoken about the LGBTQ community and how it affects hockey in general. And... um, yeah, and then also just his story as a player, and we get to ask him questions and both stuff. I wonder how he going yeah, to how you got into hockey. Yeah, well,
2: we'll, <laughs> we'll we're going to spend the next three days coming up with a really great set of questions. We'll try. Curtis, we'll actually try yeah, for this
0: so It's going to be crazy.
2: It's going to be good. might be the best episode yeah. ever. Um, it's a pretty big deal for us to obviously get an active player on the podcast, so we're really excited to get uh, Curtis Gabriel on um thomas uh what has been kind of talking back and forth with him and yeah he does just like tremendous work for you know hockey is for everybody and making sure that um you know he's he's very outspoken about what he believes and i think that's really important in the kind of political climate that we live in but definitely among athletes right we're not always getting um you know the the real kind of opinions and viewpoints that they have. And I know I'm really excited about it. So that's going to be lots of fun. Um, And then, yeah, just in terms of what next week looks like, we're going to be recording the episode early next week, like Thomas said, uh, and I'll have it up by kind of midweek next week. uh, And we'll go from there. Did either of you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about before we shut her down?
0: Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. uh, Takeoff hosers.
1: Yeah. You'll see. There you go. I'm the brunt of the content. So I'm finally contributing to the podcast.
0: <laughs> no one else is yo. photogenic.
1: <laughs> yeah, the funniest thing is, is that
2: any of the funny content that comes up, it's usually Carter's idea and Thomas steals it.
1: Hey, so
2: <laughs> that's, I'm just saying.
1: Wow, I'm 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 a little sad and surprised that the Forsberg tweet didn't like go off like a wildfire on the what internet. What was the Forsberg one? Where George Costanza was looking at his taped socks. Oh, man. His, that was his, good. His, his taped
2: socks are maybe so I'll Maybe
0: I'll retweet it again or something.
2: Yeah, get it it. That tweet I hate needs that. a little bit more love. I love it. <laughs> um, guys, as soon as I
0: get back the Yahoo NHL account, I'll just retweet it. Thank just you. For like 10 can't, minutes. And then.
2: <laughs> can't wait. Then they change the password on you, and that'll be the end. <laughs> yeah. Can you just so retweet it for
0: 10 retweets?
2: Can you retweet it from TLN or uh, Wings Nation Twitter? I love it. Okay, guys, um, we're gonna wrap up. Like Thomas said, check out the uh, the boys on Twitter and Instagram at Takeoff Posers. Remember that you can like and rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, and you know what? I'm I'm warming up to the idea of, of putting it on a couple of other platforms. Um the fans have been asking for it. Um, so we're gonna be on pod bean and you know the pod racing and, and all these other pod things. We'll figure it all out when that it's got nice. a
1: pod bean um, right here, baby. Oh my god, we'll have to cut that. <laughs>
2: disgusting, disgusting. Yeah. Help. Okay, bye guys, see you next week.
1: <laughs> bye. Sure. Bye guys. And you know we out here every day with it. I'm
0: gonna show you how to get it It go right foot up, left foot slide. That foot up, right foot slide Basically I'm saying either way we bout to slide Can't let this one slide